Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Then the last will be the first 
And I hope you'll be among the last who become the first. I hope you never say you regret the way you lived. I hope you never say that you wanna go back. You don't wanna say. Could you go back to do some more? No, no, no. You don't wanna say. You wanna go back. You don't wanna say. You wanna go back. You don't wanna say. You wanna go back? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. I hope I never say I regret the way I lived. I hope I never say. Please let me go back. I don't wanna say. Can I go back to do some more? No, no, no. I don't wanna say. I wanna go back. I don't wanna say. I don't wanna say. I wanna go back. No, 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 no. I don't wanna say. I wanna go back. I don't wanna say. I don't wanna say. I wanna go back. No, 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 no. I don't wanna say. I wanna go back. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you for tonight. Your spirit here is real. Your presence here is with us. Hallelujah. I pray for everybody watching. Hallelujah. Let us enter into your cloud. Yes, Lord. Teach us yourself. Yes, Jesus. Your cloud is moving. Evidently, leave us not behind. Yes, Lord. Let us recognize the times and the seasons and let us flow. Let us cooperate. Let us yield to the leading, to the prompting, to the wing, to the nudgings of the Holy Spirit. This pandemic cannot and could not have caught you by surprise. You know the end from the beginning. So you know what's going on. Help us to have ready minds to flow with you. Your cloud is moving. Let us move also. Your cloud is moving. I hear the Lord say, my cloud is moving. Move. Wow. It is true. Help us to cooperate with you. Leave us not behind. Yes, Lord. Do not let us get stuck in our old ways. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight is another exciting night attempting great things for God. Like Bishop Saki said, human beings are into attempting great things for themselves. Amen. All that the Bible says in Genesis, attempting great things in order to make a great name for ourselves. Amen. The soccer players want to make great names for themselves. Mm. I hear as there's a big debate between Ghana and Nigeria, which um, country is better at soccer and all these things. One of the other great um, conflicts or debates or rivalries is between Brazil and Argentina. I didn't know that, but apparently there's a big debate between Brazil and Argentina. Wow. Which country is better at something? Now, one of the bigger debates is between Pele and Maradona. Wow. Which of them was a better soccer player? So, everybody's trying to attempt great things for themselves. Everybody's attempting to be rich. Everybody's attempting to get married. Everybody's attempting to have children. Everybody's attempting to have a good education and be the best they can be. But it is now time to attempt great things for God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And we've been looking at different things, attempting new things, um, attempts to love God, attempt to do greater work, so many things. Tonight, we want to look at how to attempt to fight for God. Amen. And then I'll teach you briefly how to attempt to fight for God and then what to actually do. What it entails. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. I want to thank God for the life of our prophet for leading us in this morning's wonderful flow prayer meeting. Hallelujah. Our lives will never be the same again. Amen. Amen. And whatever has fastened itself upon you thinking to kill you, mm. ah, shake that beast into the fire. Amen. Mm. Matthew 16, 18. Attempt to fight for God. Hallelujah. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter. Mm. Hallelujah. And upon this rock I will build my church. Hallelujah. Not upon this sand. <laughs> not upon thee, upon this water. Mm. Not, upon, not upon this pond mm. or stream mm. or tree. Mm. But upon this rock. Mm. Hallelujah. I will build my church. Mm. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. God is saying that the foundation upon which he builds his church is a rock. Mm. Before he changed his name to Peter, his name was Simon, mm. which means a reed, grass, a plant. <laughs> Would you like if your house was built upon a plant? No. Upon a flower? No. <laughs> God also doesn't want his house to be built upon a flower, mm. upon an orchid. At all. You built your house on a mango tree. No, it's not good. So, Pete, so God looked at Peter. He, and he knew that Peter was called. He said, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. Peter was called. He said, look, it is my father in heaven. He's going to use you. But this your read nature. It's not going to work. So, Peter said, so God created. See, you should remember that God creates by speaking. The Bible said that the whole world consists by the word of his power. Hallelujah. The Bible said the whole world was created by the word of his power. Mm. And it also consists by the word of his power. So God spoke and said, no, you are Peter. You are now a rock. 
Peter is from the Greek word Pietra, which means a rock. Yeah, so he just said, like the way he created the sun, the moon, the star, the planets, he spoke, let there be light, and there was light. He also said, now let there be a rock in you. And it changed. Tonight, God is changing you. Amen. Into a material he can use to build his church. Hallelujah. Amen. Allow yourself to change. You know, when I was coming up tonight, um, I was having a merry conversation with Bishop Sally and Bishop Sapo, our resident prophet. And as uh, we were talking, Bishop Sally was telling me that, oh, Bishop, my wife really enjoys your preaching. The way the examples you gave are very nice. She finds it amazing how you laugh at your own jokes. And I told her, you know, that's not how I used to be, eh? <laughs> I've changed. <laughs> yeah, I've changed. Because, you know, God said, you are like a leopard that has not lost its stripes. Mm. Your scent has not changed. Mm. Hallelujah. See, God expects your saints to change. Mm. God expects you to improve. Mm. One day, somebody gave me a book, and I never read it. But the title ministered to me. That's why I didn't even read it. The title was Become a Better You. Yeah, I think by Joel Austin. Become a Better You. You know, and the title ministered to me because like, don't become a woman or don't become a child or don't become, but the way you are, improve it. Yeah. Preaching. And I've found myself improving myself in many ways. I mean, for you to be watching me preaching on the internet, it's a change. I've had many discussions about how unnecessary it is to be on the internet. <laughs> yeah, but now every day I have worldwide conferences on the internet from Tuesday to Friday, every single day. Wow. I've changed. My scent has changed. In order to progress, I mean like a snake, in order to become bigger, more dangerous, more successful, it has to shed its skin. Yeah, you need to attempt to fight for God. And when Goliath saw David as a little child, he said, ah, What kind of person is this who has come to fight? Little children don't fight. What, what do you take me for? And you've also come at me with a stick. I mean, do you take me to be a dog? I mean, what kind of life is that? Keep preaching. Preaching good. But Goliath didn't know that God had a new weapon. Mm. New weapon. Yeah, it looked like a child, but it was not a child. New weapon. He died that day for disregarding the new thing that God had done. You're preaching good. That God was doing. Amen. Amen. You see, as I was praying, I mean, we've all been praying about this pandemic, but tonight as I was praying, I had a vision, and in the vision I saw like a cloud moving. And God said, I'm moving, moving. Mm. Because, you know, before we came here, we've been having some meetings about the church and some new things we are doing. You know, we've all been saying that, look, we need to accept the reality of things. That's what I was praying before I prayed. I saw a cloud moving. Mm. And I felt God, God was saying that the cloud is moving, so move. Mm. Yeah. Things will never be the same again. Uh, yeah. That's just what it is. Attempt to fight for God. Mm. Hallelujah. Because the gates of hell are about to start fighting you. Mm. <laughs> Can you imagine fire that has caught a flower versus fire that has caught a stone? Which of them do you think will survive? The grass or the stone? 
And you know, whether you like it or not, the devil is coming against you. Eh? So you better develop. Like Bishop Saki led us to pray in Jude 20. That build up yourself on your most holy faith. You see, one, one day I went to cast out devils and there was this girl. As I was casting out the devil, she began to move like a snake on the ground. Magnificent. And I stood and cast out the devil. Later on, I was with a lady, we were talking and she asked me, were you not afraid? When you saw the girl moving like a snake. Wow. I said, why should I be afraid? Then she said, if it was me, I would have run away. <laughs> and I said, run? Run away where? <laughs> where? Where are you going to run away to? <laughs> you see, you need to be strong in the spirit. Hallelujah. Because of what is going to come. Amen. One day I read a statement. It said, because she was saying that that's why she doesn't pray in tongues and she doesn't attack the devil. Because she doesn't want the devil to attack her. So like, if she leaves the devil alone, the devil too will leave her And I told her that it is not like that. It's like a statement that I read that when you meet a lion and you say the lion shouldn't eat you because you will eat the lion. You cannot tell the lion that don't attack me because I will not attack you. In the same way, you cannot tell the devil that look, I have not pled the blood of Jesus against you. I have not cast out the devil before, so please leave me alone. It doesn't, doesn't work, work like it doesn't that. Work like that. As long as you are involved in the church of God, please, you are involved in a fight. Mm. Amen. Paul said, First Timothy six twelve. He commanded us. He said, "Fight the good fight of faith." Hallelujah. Lay hold on eternal life. Hallelujah. He's telling us that the only way you can lay hold on eternal life is to fight. Preach the good fight of faith. Keep preaching. And he says that. We have been called unto that. <laughs> you are called to fight. Preach. That's why Paul said, endure hardness mm. as a good soldier of Christ. Hallelujah. We, we are called to be soldiers. Mm. Whether you like it or not, we are in a battle. Mm. Strong battle fighting. You are preaching. You better get up your loins to fight. He said, fight the good fight of it. Lay hold on eternal life. Many people who backslide and go to hell is because they are not fighting. Mm. Because the best form of defense is attack. Mm. When you are watching the soccer match, you know, that's why I don't watch Black Stars, eh? Because when you know, that's the national team of Ghana, when they are playing a match, they have no desire to score goals. They have a desire. It's, like, it's almost like they are very happy to have gotten visitors to go to their country. <laughs> so as long as they sat on the plane, it is like the goal they've scored. Yes. I mean, they played the match. You can see. I mean, there was one particular Black Stars player. He is the one I don't like to watch at all because the goal post is behind him. <laughs> the opponent's goal post is in front of him. I don't know how he learned to play his soccer, but when you pass him the ball, the first thing he does is to turn and face his goal post and start moving before you turn around. To dribble somebody and start moving in this direction. <laughs> I don't want to mention this name. I don't want anybody to insult me on social media. But I can tell you after church, if he texts me, as soon as he gets the ball, he turns. And one day I was watching a match and I said, Look, maybe my eyes are deceiving me. So let me observe it well. And I saw that it's true. Every time he gets the ball, the first thing he does is to turn and face his goal. <laughs> You so I don't because the, see, when you do that you lose the match mm. you need initiative yes. you need to take the initiative 
that is why Jesus Christ, the first thing he did was to go into the wilderness. Mm. He didn't wait for the devil to come to him. He went to the wilderness to start attacking the devil. What did he say? He said, you cannot go to a strong man's house and plunder his goods. You cannot do that. Except first, bind the strong man. Hallelujah. After you have neutralized him and liquidated him and and annihilated him, then you can now go and plunder his goods. Preaching good. But you cannot, I mean, when America was sitting down in peace, Al-Qaeda took the initiative. Mm. You see, instead of pursuing Osama Bin Laden to kill him because they knew who he was and all his attacks and what he was trying to do, instead of pursuing him to kill him, they sat in America. The Bible says that woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Mm. Yes, so as they were sitting down relaxed in America, they were attacked. Since September 11th, Mm-hmm. And that they went on the offensive. How many Al Qaeda attacks have taken place on American soil? None. The person who fights, who takes the initiative, is the one who wins the battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So better get your loins and fight if you intend to lay hold on eternal life. Colossians two one to two. I'm preaching good. Yeah. The Christian fight is a fight. The Christian walk is a fight. The, Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the desires of the flesh. He's, for he said, the flesh wars against the spirit. You see, take note of the order. It didn't say the spirit wars against the flesh and the flesh wars against the spirit. No, it is the flesh that wars against the spirit automatically. Then the spirit now counter attacks. But as you are there trying to be spiritual, the flesh is fighting against your attempt to be spiritual. So rise up and look. Your flesh doesn't want to pray. Mm. Those of you watching me who don't watch the flow services at 4 a.m., it's because of your flesh. It's true. It's not because you don't like God. It's not because you don't like the prophet. Mm. It's not because you don't want to pray. It is because of your flesh. You're preaching. Your flesh is worried against your spirit. You are watching Netflix till 2 (laughs) a.m. Your flesh is watching a movie. Spirit doesn't watch movie. (laughs) Yeah. He said the flesh wars against the spirit mm. and the spirit wars against the flesh and the two are contrary. Mm. The one to the other. It, it is a fight. Look at what he said in Colossians 2, 1 and 2. He said, So I would have you know, I want you to know what great conflict I have for you. What fight I am fighting for you and for them that are in Laodicea. And as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, what that means that he was even fighting for people who do know him, but he doesn't know. He was a fighter. Paul. Because I tell you, the darkness in this world, the demons in this world, the evil in this world, if you don't rise up and fight, you will be overcome. Amen. Amen. Paul, at the end of his life, said, I have fought a good fight. Hallelujah. I have finished my course. I've run the race. Now, there's laid up in store for me a crown of righteousness. The crown of righteousness is for fighters. Look at Jesus. Always in conflict. Attempt to fight for God. Why do you think the psalmist said, Oh God, thou art the one who teaches my hands to fight and my fingers to battle so that a bow of steel is broken by my hand. Mm. Can you imagine it? A man so strong, he breaks a bow of steel. Samson, 
one of the you know you may laugh at something that was a woman either but he was one of the longest serving judges mm. in the bible yeah. yeah only he has some women problems <laughs> here and there <laughs> but look at his anointing Samson's anointing was to fight mm. that's all physical strength it is an anointing. It's an anointing. Let me share a secret with you. Do you do you know that of all the names of God in the Bible, his name, the Lord of hosts, or the which also means the Lord of the armies of heaven, or the or the commander of the armies of heaven, is God's most used title in the Bible. And do you not find it amazing that that title is used 365 times in the Bible? The Lord of the armies of heaven. Every day you have to fight. There are 365 days in the year. Each of the days you, you need God to fight for you. Because the devil doesn't take vacations. The devil doesn't go on Bahamas to go and lie on the beach. I'm telling you. When he went to heaven, God asked him what was going on. Yo, God, are you going to and fro across the earth? Looking for somebody to attack. Then God asked him, but have you considered my servant? You say, oh yeah, I went to attack the guy, but you formed the head of protection around me. When you just left yourself, the devil will attack. It's not everybody the devil attacks. I'm preaching good. I'm telling you, it's not everybody the devil attacks. Mm. When I was reading a book by Archbishop Idaho Sain, he said, an occult grandmaster who became born again and came to confess his sins. He said one day they went for an occultic meeting. And one of the younger um, principalities, they were looking for somebody to kill. A, a Christian to kill as a sacrifice. So he went to mention the name of Irish of Idaho Sade. <laughs> so when he mentioned it, like when they mentioned it, you appear in the calabash and then they stab the calabash, you die on it. Satan was there. Some of the senior demons, principalities were there. Hmm. This younger angel came less experienced. <laughs> when the Adi he had gone for sacrifice, he mentioned Archbishop Idahosa. <laughs> Suddenly, it's Jesus who appeared in the calabash. He said that on the day he took us. He said, as soon as Jesus appeared, Satan was the first to run away. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Satan had told them that he is God, the most powerful being on earth. As soon as Jesus appeared, Satan was the first to disappear. Then the other senior demons disappeared. He said, ah! He says, Satan rebuke that. Look, it's not everybody you bring here. It's not everybody you bring here. Find somebody else, but why, but why do you go and bring no, no, the host to be sacrificed? <laughs> Look, learn to be strong in the spirit. Hallelujah. In the natural, when you are strong, people don't attack you. Spiritually, when you are strong, demons also go and find an easier target. So become a fighter. Hallelujah. Attempt a great conflict for God. Shakata, yeah. Preaching. You know, let me tell you something. The kingdom of God, eh, nothing will be given to you easy. Mm. That's why Paul said, we wrestle not against flesh yes. and blood. But we wrestle mm. against principalities, mm. against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. We wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places, but we wrestle. And you see, these are the two groups. Watch those who wrestle against flesh and blood. They don't do much spiritual wrestling. You're saying something. 
And watch those who don't do much flesh and blood wrestling. They are always in the spirit wrestling. Because they understand that no human being is their enemy. They understand that Satan uses human beings. But a human being is not their enemy. That is why every time Jesus encountered a sick person, he never cast out a fever. He never cast out um, epilepsy. He never cast out blindness. He always cast out the spirit. He always cast out the spirit behind the person. He, he never doubted. it. Oh, that spirit of fever. No! The Bible says, and he rebuked the spirit of whatever. And then it came out of him and the boy saw. Yeah. So, let, so see, learn to live and walk and deal in the spirit. Mm. That's where things originate from. Hallelujah. Stop fighting in the flesh. Fight in the spirit. Amen. Ephesians 6 17. So, how do we fight in the spirit? Very simple. Ephesians 6 17. Preaching good. And then we'll close with it. Wow. Unbelievable. And take unto you the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God this is how we fight with our words check this out when David and Goliath were going to fight you know watch what happened the bible says and Goliath cursed David by his gods and David also cursed Goliath by the god of Israel (laughs) yes you see the battle was fought with their words before they engaged themselves physically. Read your Bible. The Bible says, and Goliath, Kezi, they fought with their mouth. <laughs> you don't fight with your hands. You fight with your mouth. Check this out. The Bible also says in Revelation that when Jesus comes, he will smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. It is our mouth we use to fight. It's words versus words. Says, I curse you by my God. King David too said, I also curse you by the God of Israel. Who will give you to be flesh for the birds today? <laughs> yeah. Engage in the spirit by fighting with your mouth. Amen. Please, I'm not talking about insulting. I beg you. I don't mean in, I don't mean go and learn how to insult. That's what I'm saying. Look, you see, the guns, the guns. I don't like that. The guns, the guns. You see, guns. <laughs> guns, I don't like that. I don't, so, as, you see, as a video, hey, yes, 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 this is Yes, guns, I don't like that. <laughs> That's why I read Ephesians 6 17. So that the guns will not take undue advantage. He said, The sword of the spirit, see, of all the weapons mentioned, the only offensive weapon. What a sword. Mm. And before people went to buy swords and went to sharpen them in town, Paul clarified that please, the sword I'm talking about is a sword of the spirit. Mm. Then, then he went before people began to go to Juju Men. He said, please, it is the word of God. You fight with the word of God. So I want to finalize by telling you that when we say attempt to fight for God, we, we mean that attempt to become a preacher and a teacher Amen. of the word of God. Mm. That is how you will fight. Mm. Remember in Mark chapter 1, the Bible said that Christ went to the synagogue and that was preaching and teaching. A man screamed who had an unclean spirit and said, 
What have you to do with us? Thou Jesus of Nazareth, have you come to torment us? You torment somebody when the person is feeling fire. The person is feeling the heat. The person is feeling uncomfortable. What was Jesus doing? He was teaching. He was teaching. That's all. When you preach and you teach, you are fighting with the sword of the Hallelujah. spirit. Which is the word of God. Amen. Amen. And I tell you, the greatest power you have as a Christian is the word of God. Mm. The Bible says that God has elevated his word above his own self. That is why some, why some that the Bible even says that call God into remembrance of his word. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because God will honor his word. Mm. So when you preach the word of God, you have engaged. You have invited. You are using. You are dabbling with the with powerful force on earth. The word of God. You know, when Jesus told Peter, walk on the water and come. Jesus, by his words, walk up. Peter asked him, Lord, can I come to you? Jesus just said, come. That word, come, alone, C-O-M-E, come, was enough to suspend the laws of nature. Mm. Just that one word from God mm. to Peter, come, suspended the laws of, uh, the laws of Newton. That when an object falls on water, it drowns. It negated it. It suspended it. Mm. Come. Wow. Just, just one word from Jesus. Come. <laughs> but I said, Lord, if it is you, bid me come to you. Just, and Jesus just said, come. That one word suspended the laws of nature. Until Peter stopped believing in the word. Then, Peter negated the word of God. Then, the laws of nature were reintroduced. Mm into his situation. James 3, 4, 5. How many more minutes do I have to close? Behold the ships. Look at the ship. Nuclear powered cruise liner with 5,000 people on board with four swimming pools on the decks with a basketball court and cinemas and yachts and all kinds of things. Nuclear powered. Look at these ships. We thought they'd be so great and are driven by fierce winds. Yet, are they turned about with a very little rudder or helm? Whithersoever the captain or the governor listed, then he said, look, look at this. In the same way, the tongue is a little member of the body. Small. Be careful of small things, eh? Be careful of small deviations. Be careful of small things. Even so, the tongue is a little member. Yet, it boasted great things. Yea. Behold, look how a great matter, a little fire kindle. Be careful of your tongue. You know, scientifically, it has been proven that what you say affects you. Scientifically, it affects your mood, it affects the outcome of events. That's why I don't say negative things. I always say positive things. Mm. If you are looking for someone to say something negative to you, I'm the wrong person to come to. Eh? Mm. <laughs> and I've never felt that anything is true. Mm. I usually determine things with my mouth. Mm. 
before I start doing them. <laughs> I'm always saying we are blessed. I'm always saying that it is working. I'm always saying that it will work. Yeah, hey, if you're looking for someone who's negative, I'm the wrong person. Behold, how great a matter that small time. Why do you think Jesus will say that anybody who will say to his brother, fool, Raka, you will go to hell? <laughs> that small thing you said, it, it will take you to hell. That's why this book here, those who accuse you, eh, mm. you should understand it. Some of you, you've, you've destroyed your marriages by your words. Look, I've been a pastor for many years. Every case of marital discord I've seen is by words that were spoken. The Bible says death and life, the death of your marriage, the death of your business, the death of your relationships, the death of your health, the death of your life, the death of your business, the death of your favor, the death of anything you are doing is because of what you say mm. or what somebody has said about you. That's why in my office where I work, I don't allow gossiping. I don't allow backbiting. I don't allow tail bearing. Even if somebody had done something bad, don't come and tell me because you are not perfect yourself. I don't allow it. I don't allow it. Nobody says anything bad about anybody and won't be tied to if he says something bad. I'm calling a meeting and say that, please, you said this about this. Please explain if it's true. Immediately. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And if you ever hear, and I tell people, if you ever hear that I said something about you behind your back, thank God because you were not there. If you were there, I would have said ten times more. But because you were not there, I just had to say something small. I've seen how deadly the tongue can be. It can destroy people. It can give people life. So, be careful that you use your tongue for good. Use your tongue to create. I use my tongue to create my world. <laughs> Everything I'm experiencing, I say it. I bring it. I speak it. Mark eleven twenty two. They have the faith of God or have the God kind of faith. Whosoever shall say, not pray. Not pray. See, prayer is different too. And, and prayer will come. But at this point, he will say that whosoever says, and this is just when he had cared the fig tree. And you see, we even use the word care. But Jesus didn't say, I curse you. I curse you too. No. He just said, may nobody ever eat of you again. That's all. He just spoke. That's why Jesus said, um, your words are so powerful that every idle word you utter, you will give account for it. Because mm. what you don't know is, every little thing you said has created something that you may not know about. Mm. Think about yourself as you watch me. There are things that you were told when you were 10 years mm. that affected you into your 40s. Mm. I met a very nice lady. We were talking about this and she said, you know, Growing up, she was always told that her forehead is very big. And they used to laugh at her in school. So she always did hairstyles to cover her forehead. Always. So after med- decal school into her 40s, 
Then one day she met a girl with a forehead, real forehead. Like the forehead was a forehead. <laughs> no, 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 not her type like a forehead. You know, hers was a forehead. The other girl's own was a forehead. And she said that, ah, this girl I've met with a forehead has that a ponytail. From that day, she said, look, I cannot be held in bondage anymore. But you see, it is because of what she had been hearing as a child. I'm careful what I say to my children. I never say bad things to them about them. Yes, never. And, and, and I don't allow people to say bad things to my children. You are this, you are this. The person is not this. If the person is behaving in a bad way, you say that, why are you behaving like this? Yes. But you don't say you are this. No, yes. I don't permit it. Wow. And every night, I cast out devils from my children before they go and sleep. Mm-hmm. Every night, unless I'm not in Ghana. Every night before they sleep, they come for prayer. I lay hands on them. One of them. I cast out every evil spirit that has ended you today, whether by watching a film or by something you have heard. Or I cast it out. And I ask the Holy Spirit to fill you as you sleep. Don't allow your don't allow people to create ish. apart from my children, me. I don't allow people to say bad things to me about me. No, I don't allow. No, please bring my face back. Take the scripture off and bring and bring my face back. I need to talk to the people. <laughs> yeah. I don't allow people to say bad things to me. I have seen how what people say to you about you can affect you. Mm. I'll resist you to your face. Mm. When God created everything, even the dog, the Bible said that and God saw it and it was good. Mm. The cow, God saw the cow, it was good. Mm. What about me who is created in the image of God? Mm. How, how, how can God create something bad? That you who is not God, if somebody has created his creation, how do you come and say it's bad when mm. the person that said it's good? Mm. When Peter saw the net and he said it is unclean, did God not come and say, What I have called clean? You, Peter, you are saying it's unclean. Mm. No. <laughs> I don't allow it. No, no, no. I don't allow it. Every, everything about me is good. <laughs> Can't you see that when you wear dark glasses or sunglasses that are blue, everything you see is blue? Yes. If the sunglasses are green, Everything you see is green. If it's orange, everything you see is orange. So what you are seeing is because of you, not me. It is your lens. It is your fault. Not me. But that's not what we are talking about tonight. But, so, but somebody is being blessed. Right? Attend preaching and teaching and to become a great preacher and a teacher. Hallelujah. Number one, attend to become a preacher and a teacher. Hey! Hey! For God by attempting to lead people to salvation. Hallelujah. You must lead people to salvation through the sinner's prayer. Mm. You know, I remember when I went to Senegal, my mother took me to Alliance Francaise as a child to learn French. I didn't mind it. <laughs> now I landed in Senegal. Hey, French or Wolof or Jola. I spoke none. What will you do? Qu'est-ce que j'ai fait? Ce n'est pas un problème. Donc, je décide que j'ai enseigné le français. Mais, je n'ai pas l'argent que je vais à l'école français. Donc, 
J'apprends le français moi-même. What I've just said was that I didn't have money to go to a French school, so I had to learn the French myself. Sister Simon, hello, Sister Simon. I know it's not perfect, but it's working. Uncle Koye tells Sister Simon that I'm trying. All right. So I had to learn French from the Bible. I had to write a sinner's prayer. Then I took it to somebody to translate for me. Then I learned it in French. I didn't understand what I was saying, but I knew that if I say this, the French speaker will understand it, and so he should repeat it. I took John 3.16 in the English Bible. For God so that the word that he gave is only because he said that whosoever believeth in should not prepare have a everlasting life. Then I took the French Bible called the Louis, the Louis Segond translation. Louis Segond. Say Louis Segond. Took it and opened it to John 3.16. I saw there, I didn't understand it. But I said, no. If I memorize it, anybody who speaks French will understand it. Even though I, the speaker, I do understand it. So I memorized it. I don't understand what I've said though. But what I've said is John 3.16 in French. I led many people to salvation through this prayer. Wow. Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23. I memorized all. And when I meet you, I start with Romans 3.23 <laughs> for all I've sinned. Then I continue with and the wages of sin is death. So because you have sinned, you will die. Because the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal. Then I'll finish with John 3.16 so that you will not perish. So would you like to be saved? Yes. Then I bring in the sinner's prayer. It was my standard. Hey, three scriptures, one sinner's prayer. I led many people to salvation. Yes. You can do it too. That's when I learned that the easiest country in the world to save people is Ghana. When I went to the mission field and came back, I went for evangelism. In Senegal, I'm used to people not even minding you. You cannot even talk to them, say the French well. When you say they don't mind you, they, they are Muslims, they don't want to convert. I mean, nobody gives their life to Christ there. But in Ghana, I mean, I went to the street. When the, the first person I spoke to said, so would you like to give your life to Christ? She said, yes. To be honest, I didn't believe her. Because for one year, I was not used to people just saying yes. For one year, so you have to talk and sort of say you go to hell. I would like tricks. But this one, anybody say, would you like to, to, to be saved? Yes. Would you like to be saved? Yes. How did they believe it? If you are in Ghana and you are not leading people to salvation, it is an error. Yeah. A spiritual error. Yeah. Hmm. Number two, attempt great things by attempting to preach. You can preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to many lost and dying souls. Mark 1 38 and he said unto them, let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also for that is why I have come. Romans 10, 9 and 10. Simple. But if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, that thou shalt be saved. This is how to be saved. Believe. Confess. Please. Do you have a mouth? Do you have a tongue? Do you have teeth? Yes. Can sound come out of your mouth? Yes. Then you can preach. Ah. 
then you can preach. You have no excuse for not preaching. I didn't say go on the street and shout with your megaphone. I said preach. Jesus said, lift up your eyes. The fields are white unto harvest. Your next door neighbor, your colleague in the office, the woman you buy the tomatoes from. One of the people I enjoy preaching to most are taxi drivers. Whenever I have to take my car for salvation and I have to go home, come back later, I always lead the taxi driver to salvation. Always without fail. I mean, I'm trapped alone with you in a car and I am paying. Oh, you have to be saved. <laughs> you have to be saved. Always. Preach to the lost and dying. Let them say the sinner's prayer. The Bible says, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. Number three. Attempt great things by attempting to preach. You can teach the word of God. Mm. Oh, beautiful. And they came unto Capernaum. Straight away on the Sabbath day, he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one that had authority, not as a scribe. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And that Jesus was saying, hey, leave us alone. What have we to do with you, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? Your teaching destroys the works of the enemy. Hallelujah. Your teaching destroys the works of the enemy. Your teaching breaks strongholds. Your teaching breaks barriers. Your teaching leads people to salvation. Teach. You know, when you read the Bible, you understand it and you don't teach. God calls it selfishness. He said, I'm again the shepherd who feed themselves. But don't feed the flock of God. Be careful. It would have been better for you if you didn't even know how to read the Bible. You would have been better. But, but God said, I'm again the shepherd who feed themselves. How do you feed yourself? As newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. It's the word of God you read that is feeding you. Now God also expects you to feed some others. Number four. Attempt great things by attempting to prophesy. Hey. First Corinthians 14, 5. Our resident prophet is here, so I have to be careful. He said, I wish that all of you spoke with tongues, but rather that you prophesied. For greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interprets that the church may receive edifying. Yeah. Like, as I prophesied as at, at the beginning, that as I was praying, I had a vision. Mm. And truly, I saw dark clouds. Mm-hmm. And I saw like a bright cloud in the midst of the dark clouds. Mm-hmm. And it was moving. Mm. And I thought, then I just understood that the spirit, spirit of God was saying that the cloud is moving, so move. Mm. And of course, it is biblical. Exodus, the Bible says, and when the cloud of the cloud by day moved, they yeah. lifted their tents and moved. Yeah. The pillar by night moved, they moved. And I tell you, this pandemic, eh, the season, the, the dark clouds we are in, mm. if you don't follow that bright cloud, that mm. white cloud I saw, mm. the spirit of God moving, I mm. promise, nothing will work for you. You don't mm. understand the evil that is unleashed on the earth. Mm. You don't even understand it. Preaching. You don't even understand the kind or the intensity and the level of evil we are dealing with. Country like Ghana, everything is working nicely. Suddenly, the government comes out and says that, and eh, the medicine we are using to treat the people that is working, let's stop. 
Who does that? Who does that? Who, who does that? Even Britain, where there's more intelligence and sense than here, they have now started to use their chloroquine. <laughs> hey. Anyway, so I just, I don't get into trouble, please. I'm sorry. Let's stop using the chloroquine. I agree with the government, please. Yeah. I don't want you to <laughs> Finally. Ayanape. <laughs> Wow. You, uh, you can't understand it. Wow. When I heard this this body that they, so I called them um, um, one of my friends who is part of those doing. I said, ah, "Why had the government banned chloroquine?" He replied, "It's apostle. It's very serious. Nobody understands it." Then I just said, "WHO calls the shots. You should understand." <laughs> so please oh, let me eat. wrap up my message very quickly. Oh, eat dawa dawa. <laughs> Who drink so so bono? <laughs> Never fight. Attempt great things by attempting to move mountains. Impossible situations. Mm. Mark 11 23. For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt it, but shall believe that those he says can come. He shall have what he says. Look, move mountains by your word. Hallelujah. See, build your faith. Preaching. Faith, faith is seen in what you say. Late last year, I had a daughter in the church. I was seeing her in her bank. They were transferring everybody. They said they are doing shuffling. Everybody going everywhere. Every transfer in the bank. Every transfer. She came to me. That look, I have a husband and two little daughters. I I cannot be transferred. They said, no, you have to be transferred. There's that thing. She came to me and I, and I told her, if you are my daughter, if you are my daughter, I said they won't transfer you. Wow. It depends on you. If you are my daughter, I am saying they won't transfer you. Mm. Everybody in the bank was transferred. I saw her last week. I said, ah, do you remember that they were supposed to transfer you? And do you remember I said you will not be transferred? Mm. It's difficult in your life. Deal with it by your words. Hallelujah. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. You use your tongue. Mm. Jesus said you can move mountains. Many mountains have moved in my life. Amen. Me, you see me like that. I'm fearless. Oh, there's nothing that frightens me. Mm. <laughs> I will use my word to fight it. Mm. Long ago, I saw some, some situation that I didn't like. Some people were worrying me, and I told them, you people who are worrying me, one day, they were about <coughs> you. I told them, one, one day, I will be your boss. You sit there and look at me. <laughs> hey! Look, use your mouth to determine how your life will go. You don't like a situation that is your mountain. A mountain is something that is difficult to climb over. Mm. Use your mouth to move the mountain. Hallelujah. <laughs> Did Jesus not say, I would die after three days? I'll write. Think of how absurd it would have sounded. Mm. Who, but who said, I'll rise up from the dead in three days? Mm. Jesus used his mouth to resurrect himself. You shall have what you say. Yeah. You shall have what you say. Mm. That's why Jesus didn't want to stay here. That's why he kept saying, and on the third day, I'll rise. Mm. <laughs> he was creating his resurrection. Mm. 
how was Lazarus raised? He went to the tomb and said, Lazarus, come on. Whether you are dead for one for one week, one month, <laughs> ten days, thirty days, I say come out. Every rising. Every rising. And, and he came out. Every rising. <laughs> Did a second not go and stand at the valley of dry bones? He didn't know what to do. Stood there confused. And God said, Ah, oh, prophet, why are you confused? And standing there looking at the dry bones and saying that down the way, down the way, down the way, down the way. Stop this downward and start speaking. <laughs> yes. Ezekiel's situation was worse than Lazarus. Because after, after four days, the bones are not yet dry. But Lazarus is. Um, but Ezekiel's one, the bones were not only dry, they were scattered. Leg bone was on top of the head, like things were mixed. He himself said that, and then the bone went to join the correct bone. The miracle of Ezekiel, it was wilder than the, La- than the Lazarus one. A whole like a mass grave where they just dumped the bodies. Each bone knew its owner. A foot would have to go and jump and join an ankle here. Yeah. By the mouth of the prophet, not Jesus, the prophet. Preaching. Chart the course of your life. Mm. Determine how your life will go mm. by becoming a preacher and a mm. teacher. Mm. Command your congregation to become what you want it to be. Mm. Look, you shall have what you say. Yes. You are responsible for your life. Mm. I said you are responsible for your life. Mm. <laughs> and nobody loves you like you. Mm. I'm telling you. Become a preacher. And a teacher like mm. Jesus. At mm. them great things for God. Amen. Let's all rise to our feet. Let's all rise to our feet. Every rising. Pray for your marriage. Speak yes. words of positive Man confession. Over your marriage. Humble yourself and believe in the scriptures. You shall have what you say. Shakaya. With every head bowed and with every eye closed. Let us pray this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Tonight. Tonight. I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. For all my sins. For all my sins. And wash me. And wash with me. your blood. With your blood. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus. As my savior. As my savior. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Please write my name. Please write my name. In your book of life. In your book of life. So that when I die. So that when I die. I will come to heaven. I will come to heaven. Put your hand on your chest and say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Please come and live in me. Please come and live in Help me. Help me. Help me. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. To live the life of a Christian. To live a life of a Christian. All the days of my life. All the days of in my the life. Mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of I Jesus. Pray with thanksgiving. Pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs>